Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 307. There is no significance to that number whatsoever. Um, it's just great to have your company for um, yet another episode of Your Tech Life. Uh, it's the reason I sit down on a Tuesday night and um, lock myself away from my family. Although, breaking news, um, the, <clears throat> the power went out <clears throat> Excuse me, on, um, on the ducted air conditioning in the house. And uh, it's a bit hot. Uh, I've got a separate split system here in the man cave. And um, good news, I'm very comfortable. Um, hey, they've got ceiling fans. They'll be right. Uh, great to have your company. A couple of things I want to talk about uh, on this week's show. Um, I have a very important scam warning. I want to talk through in great detail here about Facebook. I definitely want to talk about my experience with Apple Pay over the you know first few days of its availability here in Australia. Uh, we do it all, as I say, each and every week. Thanks to good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technology. Um, I played with a, a vacuum cleaner, would you believe? And I want to tell you about that. Um, the retune for Channel 9 is coming. I'll remind you about that. Plus, your calls on uh, iPad software, the, the, the retune, in fact, uh, even watches. Uh, <clears throat> that could surprise. I don't know. You never know your luck in a big city. But, no, I, look, I won't go into, this, into it this week, but I'm, I'm using a BlackBerry again. <gasps> what? It's been like, I don't know, four, maybe five years since I've used a BlackBerry. Um... But I have in my hot little hand the latest BlackBerry, the BlackBerry Priv, which is a slide-up Android phone. Bum, bum, ba! Seriously. BlackBerry have embraced Android only four years and four months after I suggested it on this very podcast and this my own very website. But we'll talk about that maybe next week or the week after. Um, so, yes, an interesting device. I did a little Periscope earlier in the week. So uh, if, you're, um, if you're not on Twitter and you're not following me there, you don't get the opportunity of uh, watching the Periscopes. Uh, Periscope is a very simple app to, um, to download and um, to, to use. And you know, if you follow me on Periscope, um, and I'm at Trevor on Periscope, uh, but it's, it's quite easy to, um, to just find the links on, on Twitter as they come through, um, you'll get a notification of when I start to, uh, to, to live stream. And the reason I'm doing it a little bit lately is because I'm warming up for CES. Whoa, Las Vegas. It's like six and a half weeks away. And I really want to um, get some live great stuff happening for you over there. So good for you to have a look at it. And, um, and yeah, please have a look. And uh, I did that earlier in the week. I looked at it. I think I had, what have I got here? I've got an Intel PC on a stick. Very cool product. Um, I might talk about that in a week or so. The Microsoft Surface Pro 4, the Surface Book, Apple's new charging dock, some sort of 360 camera. We just have a look at them. You can ask questions and it's good fun. Plus, of course, you can go to the uh, to the Facebook page. Just go trevorlong.com. We'll take you straight there, but it's facebook.com forward slash trevorlong. Like that, and I can do some live broadcasts there as well. And, of course, if you are on the iTunes uh, do jump into the into the iTunes store on the on the podcast and leave a rating. It's uh, helpful for for me to boost my ego and self satisfaction, which is great. <laughs> but it also helps other people find the show. So Aussie Comet uh, has rated five stars weekly dose over three hundred episodes and still spot on the money. Well done, Trevor. I download on iTunes. I listen in the car, 
My drive time is sorted. Happy days. No more FM radio dribble. Uh, well, thank you very much, Aussie Comet. And uh, Bindog, only been listening for five weeks. Best weekly update of new tech and solutions. Good on you. You're a legend. Great rating. Great review. That's what helps other people find this show. Um, because when you leave a rating, uh, algorithms and whatnot at Apple, it just helps. It genuinely does uh, because you know, I notice it. I can see it. I can feel it. So, um, yes, thank you for your ratings. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. You can follow Tech News on Twitter at Your Tech Life. And you can follow the gibberings of the EFTM team at EFTM. So, let's get cracking. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor Long's the world's best techie. Sitting on Facebook, which I do a lot, I'm not not ashamed to admit. And so many people in my feed are sharing these word clouds of the the most common words they say on Facebook. So basically, it's it's kind of if you don't know what a word cloud is, imagine you took uh, every word you said in the last hour, written in front of you, but the biggest words on the screen were the words you say the most and the smallest words were the sa- words you say the least. And it looks awesome in Facebook because it says, you know, what are the things you talk about? I mean, my wife's all, oh, look, it says Trevor in big. So I do talk about you a lot. So I do support you. Yeah, whatevs. Um, mine, I think, said kids or something like that. But it got me thinking, what are you clicking on when you say yes to that app? So that's not Facebook doesn't run this word cloud thing. It's another company that's gone, why don't we do this? Now, how do they make the word cloud? They, they read your timeline. But what if they're not your friends? Only your friends can read your timeline unless it's all public. So what they do is you, you click on this, this word cloud and it takes you to another website, Von Von, I think it is, and it says log in with Facebook. Now, when you click that log in with Facebook icon, you are asked to, you know, authenticate yourself with Facebook. And so basically you're clicking yes to letting them have some access to your Facebook account. The problem is that what information are you providing? Now it says, on the immediate pop-up, it says Von Von will receive the following info. Your public profile, friend list, timeline post, birthday, education history, hometown, current city, photos, and likes. Why do they need all that? All they need is to read my profile. So there is a button there to edit the info you provide. How many people are clicking that? I don't know. 17.2 million people had used it when I looked, and I'm tipping 17 million of them didn't change the options and just clicked OK. Now, one of the things, it says photos uploaded by you and photos you're tagged in, so they can just grab them. 
because you've approved it. Now, this is the security risk of Facebook. It's not actually Facebook that's that's lacking in privacy. It's people who willingly just click away and use their Facebook to, to log into things. Now, whether it's this word cloud thing or whether it's some silly competition to win Coles Express or Bunnings vouchers, which isn't a real competition, they're getting your details. They're getting your email address, your birth date, and they're going to start scamming you some way, somehow down the track. So whenever you get the option to log in with Facebook, there's two things to look for. The first one is, can this app post to Facebook? Now, frankly, most don't. This does not let the app post to Facebook is the most common thing to see, which is great. It means that it can't suddenly spam your friends with information. But you must edit the information you provide. Now, if you were to untick timeline posts on this WordCloud one, it would just come back without a, with a blank screen. It wouldn't be able to do anything. So if you choose that you do want this word cloud thing, then you are having to give them your timeline posts. Not really a world-ending thing, to be honest. Now, the good news is there's a way out of it. Um, I've put on the website, eftm.com.au, uh, scam warning, um, and there's a link there to the app settings page where you can then go in and delete apps that you don't know about. Frankly, delete them all. And what you do then is when you next hit a website or an app on your phone or something that needs it, just authorize it again. That's okay. You can do that. So please take care. Please think twice about what you're doing on Facebook. Um, it's very easy to stay safe, but you do just need to kind of not just go, yes, 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 next, next, next. That's all. It's, uh, it's a timely warning, I think, and hopefully uh, it doesn't uh, change your world too much, and hopefully you can still enjoy those fun things. Um, just look at what you're sharing. So Apple Pay launched on Friday. I am lucky. I have an American Express card issued by the American Express organization. So they're the only cards that it works for. It doesn't work for a Commonwealth Bank issued an Amex or an ANZ issued Amex. But it's fantastic. And I know it sounds all fanboyish, but... It really is quite cool. Um, I, on the weekend, paid several times with my Apple Watch. I left my wallet at home. I left my phone in the car and I went in and I paid for petrol. Just by going double tap on the side of the watch, beep, done, paid. Uh, pay with your phone. You say, yes, I'm paying by card. They put the, ca they put the amount through the little terminal. You place your phone up on the terminal the, the, the phone automatically turns on, shows you your card, and you put your fingerprint to verify. This is the reason I love it most. It's not tap and go that I love. I do love it, but that, Apple's not new there. Apple's not new in smartphone apps, but it's the whole end-to-end -end security. So the credit card number is never stored on your phone. Apple never sees the credit card number. It's a unique code every time you make a transaction. So that CVV that's transmitted is unique every single time. So there's no risk of the vendor, the, the service station getting hacked and your, your credit card details being, being wiped. And you verify every transaction with either your heartbeat because the watch is on your wrist, okay? And if it comes off your wrist, you have to put in the password to get it working again. Or your fingerprint, because every time you pay with the phone, you pay with your fingerprint. It's awesome. It's just that American Express Tap and Go is not accepted in a lot of places. There's no $100 limit anymore. Um, honestly, it's awesome. 
and I'm I'm a little bit sick to death of the bank saying, well, we've already got these wonderful solutions. We're so good. Yes, you've got awesome solutions. And the Commonwealth Bank, above all, should be congratulated for their innovation in the mobile payment space. But And there are people, absolutely, who have been contacting me saying, no, I've... I've used an NFC phone, uh, Commonwealth Bank app, Ga- Galaxy S4, and it's great. Awesome. Happy. That's good. I don't have a Samsung Galaxy S4. I don't use that as my phone. It's a very small market. So why not have the same capabilities available to different people? Apple Pay is, in my belief, the most secure form of payment you can make because they can't take your cash. They can't steal your credit card number. They steal your phone. They've made one payment if you'd pre-authorized it. Can't make another one without your fingerprint. Um, and it's the most convenient that I've used. And I just don't understand why St. George, Westpac, NAB, ANZ, Commonwealth, whoever the hell else there is, aren't just giving up the 15 cents in every $100 or something that they need to give to Apple to give me the convenience of this solution on my debit account. Because, yeah, I don't want to use my Amex all the time. Um, And it's annoying. And I have said flat out I will switch to the first bank that introduces Apple Pay because you know what I know? They will all follow. They will all follow because they like sheep and they have to. So, look, oh, yeah, I've had plenty of people say to me, just calm down, it's not that big a deal. I believe when you get to use Apple Pay with your normal bank debit card, you will understand why it's a big deal and why it's so cool and why I'm disappointed that it's not available to us all on all of our cards. But so goes life, people. So goes life. That is the world we live in because, uh, you know, Australia, because we are such early adopters, we've been, um, we've been put off getting the cool stuff because the banks have already brought us some cool things. Um, so we thank the banks for that, but we need them now to let us have access to all the technologies. Give us all the technologies. You're listening to Your Tech Life. So Garmin are proud sponsors of this wonderful show and the new Vivo Smart HR is the activity tracker with wrist-based heart rate. So this will detect your heart rate on your wrist. It'll tell you your flaws you've climbed, the intensity minutes, the, the sleep monitoring, your smart notifications from your phone. This is about wearing today's fitness goal on your wrist with Vivo Smart HR, the activity tracker with Elevate Wrist Heart Rate Technology. Now you can track your heart rate 24-7 without wearing a chest strap. Vivo Smart HR counts steps and floors climbed and measures activity intensity. It also offers smart notifications that let you decide, take action or continue on your way. It comes in, a, in several colours. It's a great looking device and it also obviously has the Connect powered by Garmin app so that you can share and understand all of your health activities and maybe even um, balance it with your active life using a pair of Garmin Index Smart Scales. So there's a whole range now of Vivo Fit, Vivo Smart products, the Vivo Active, the Vivo Smart, and the Vivo Fit. Um, they're an excellent range of products, and you can check them out at garmin.com.au. Thank you for listening. You've got a question about technology, a problem with technology in your life, or you've got want to, want to buy something, maybe want to, want a hint or a tip as to where to get it or what to get. Jump on the website, eftm.com.au, on Twitter, at Trevor Long, or you can find one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. 157 157 G'day, Don. Good, Trevor. It's Don. Um, yeah, I've uh, been listening to your podcast for a while. Really impressed, mate. Really good. On really, you, good. Mate. really appreciate now, it. Now, I've got, I've got a question about um, iPads. Mm-hmm. Now, I bought uh, an iPad 2 quite some time ago, probably when it was just released. Yeah. 
And I had it upgraded from, I think, iOS 5 to 7. Mm-hmm. And that's going really well, really reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's now prompting me to upgrade to 9.1. Now, yep. I've spoken to guys who are really into Apple products and they're saying, oh, yeah, definitely do the upgrade. Mm. But when you jump on the blogs, they're all, all over the shop. Some of them are saying, don't do it. Some of them are saying, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on that? So the biggest problem with an Apple iOS upgrade is it is, I'm not going to say impossible, but it's technically like on the 99 percentile difficult to go back, right? It, yeah, you just can't. Yeah. So if you go forward, you can't come back. So yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right to tread with caution. Now, I can tell you that in my home, we have, um, I have three iPad 2s. The kids primarily have a couple of iPad 2s that they muck around with, and I've got one that I use for really basic stuff. Um, and I've pretty much pushed those updates through all the time and never had any major problems. But they're not primary mm-hmm. devices, if you like. They're just kind of, you know, we grab them and use them for something or other. So if it's a primary device, I would take a little bit of extra care. Now, mm-hmm. there's a couple of things. You know what? If it's running well, why upgrade, right? You've got to ask yourself that question. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and that's the sort of stuff that uh, they've been saying, well, you know, if it's running well... Are you going to see significant improvement? And probably not. There's some, some no. are saying that, yeah, the applications are working, you might see a bit of a slowdown in some of those applications. Oh, I, I would imagine that it's not about performance, it's about features, okay? So yeah. uh, if there are, I mean, iOS 7 to 9 is a bit of a leap, so you, there are new things in, in those applications. Mm. But um, a lot of them, you know, you may not use every day or, you know, they may mm. not be that big a deal. So I'd be looking at what are the differences and trying to work out whether any of them appeal to you. And then... The only time I would be forced into the upgrade is when apps start becoming incompatible. And you'll notice right. that when, you know, you do an app update, it says, you know, updating because of bug fixes, da 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 And at some point in time, you'll get these apps that you can use, whether it's a game or an app application, a utility or something, and it'll say, only compatible with iOS 8 or iOS 9. And, and there'll yeah, be a, yeah, so there'll yeah. be a point where you've kind of got to, well, I, I, I definitely want to use that app. And not updating an app, is is almost not an option because apps get updated because they add features, they add bug fixes and stuff like that. So, honestly, uh, I mean, I, I'm into I'm I'm literally fifty fifty sitting on a fence by yep. saying to you, I think it'll work fine. But then the other part of me, you know, on a little birdie on each shoulder says, but why are you upgrading? So, honestly, I'd sit I'd sit still. I wouldn't upgrade until you feel a compelling reason because there's either a feature of iOS nine you've seen or heard about that you want. Or one of your most regular used apps kind of says, "Hey, mate, it's time to upgrade." Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the sort of thought I had on it, and uh, and generally those who are not in the Apple sphere are saying the same thing. Uh, why would you do it unless you really wanted uh, yeah. the better features? Yeah, no, I mean it's not going to change run- the world. Yeah, I'm running an old, uh, interesting, an i an old hand me down i um, iPhone four. Yeah, not even the four S. It's a really old iPhone what, four. What software are you running on that? Well, that's, that's, well, that's up to as far as it'll go. I think it's a 7. That's as far as it'll go. That's the thing. It won't go any further now, right? So you're at, yeah. you're at the limit now. You might get the odd security fix, but that's it. Um, so, with a, so that leads me to the next question. I mean, um, iOS 4 on the, uh, the old, sorry, the iPhone 4, which is sort of peaked out at, at, at the 7, mm. iOS 7. Yep. What point do you think Apple will say, okay, then we're not going to offer updates for... Apple, uh, sorry for the iPad 2, we don't think it'll go beyond that. Because, I mean, they're not going to offer you... Is it I, I say think, I, I reckon 9's the limit, personally. You reckon, yeah. I, I just yeah. think, you know, when you when you look at the, 
Mate, when you pick up an iPad Air, see, it's funny. I, I, I've obviously got a bunch of iPads, and I've got two current units, you know, the iPad Air 2 and the, the iPad Pro, um, because they're current units, and Apple have them. I've got them so that I can play with them, review them, and, you know, they're great. But, you know, the retina screen is the biggest difference, right? The retina yeah, screen yeah. on the 3 is amazing. But, you know, in terms of what they do and how they do it, they're not, you know, unless you're playing high-end graphical you know, shoot them up games and things. It's not, you know, Real Racing 2 is fantastic on the iPad too. So I don't know that it's a, it's a compelling graphical reason. So do you know what I mean? It's, it's an interesting one because I, I think that's the reason that iPad sales have plateaued because you and I have got iPad 2s that are perfectly fine yep. <laughs> and yep. there's no and reason to upgrade. The only reason I would probably upgrade, I was listening to your pod the other day about um, the, iPad, uh, the iPad Pro mm. and, the, and the pencil, the, yeah. the iPencil. When, if exactly. I ever bought that out on an iPad on my normal oh, size, I'd grab one tomorrow. Ditto. Um, I reckon next year I'm, I'm in big trouble budget-wise unless I start pulling in some serious cash because when they bring the pencil, and it's just speculation on my part, but when they bring the pencil to the standard size iPad, mate, I want my kids with that. I want them drawing with that. I yeah. want them writing yeah. with that. Um, you know, that's, that's a, that becomes a compelling reason. But other than that, man, your, your two's a great device. You're happy with that. So in answer to your question, I, I do think that this is the last, this is the last software upgrade for the two. Even the three yeah. is probably at its limit as well, because the two and the yeah. three are very similar other than the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And fact, uh, that's, that's, that's a great advice. Thank you. Actually, I've been listening to you for a while now and, um, you sort of you convinced me about the uh, the idea of, of not being fixed to a, a phone carrier and with this old because I get the old hand me downs you know the kids want to kids want to get the latest and greatest yeah, yeah. iPhone so I just grab yeah. the hand me downs I'm still on the four and how, ma- how many carriers five. do you reckon you've tried then? Sorry, how many well, carriers have you tried? Um, it's interesting. I when you uh, I think you had an interview some time ago with, with the with the guy from the Mason. Yep. And you're talking about kilobyte um, charging and versus uh, the, the megabyte charging. Yeah. Yeah, megabyte charging. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm going to get onto that. So I actually grabbed the SIM from um, from Mason, mm-hmm. and then of course you've had your interviews with the other guys from um, uh, from Boost and yep. uh, and Kogan. Kogan yeah. And um, I'm so impressed with uh, Mason that they actually sent me a. I got the original. I got the forty odd dollar deal with the five, uh, five, five gigabytes of data, yeah. and they sent me a text saying, "Don, you're not using your full quota. Why don't you drop back to the two? That, so I've actually dropped dropped the hang on. Like that. What's the so, so so I've, they proactively encourage yep. you to go down yep. based on your usage. They dropped exactly. They looked at my usage. They dropped me back to the two, which is twenty. I think it's about twenty six, twenty seven dollars. Can't remember now. And uh, I haven't gone over my data limit yet. Um, it's been brilliant service. I, I can't be happier. So, I... I've got, so, so much to the point. I've got my daughter, my daughter on it. She's just she, she's a bit like me. She she refuses to go on um, buyers you uh, yeah. phones that you buy. Oh, so she's on the she's now on a Mason. Um, my wife's on, um, and I'm getting her across as well. So it's it's been. I think I'm just amazed that any company would send you a, an email saying, "Hey, Don, you're not using enough." I've never uh, heard of that happen before. I've never. Well, I, I mean, happened. you know, telcos, internet providers, they all fail to do it because you think, yeah. well, why would they send a message to a hundred thousand yeah. people saying, you know, let's charge you ten bucks less a month, right? Exactly. It right. just doesn't make exactly sense. Right. But look at the loyalty they've built you, and they've built another twenty, thirty, forty dollars a month out of other people that you've brought yeah. onto the network. That's exactly right. The only thing is, of course, is that it's on the 4G network and the, um, um, the you, iPhone you don't have, 4 is still, still 3G, but it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, It won't be long before you get a hand-me-down that has 4G. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> and the other thing, too, that um, um, I suppose was the, um, 
Yeah, the little things about having this old phone is like I was hearing about your skin vision. I've been onto that. Yeah. Um, trying to get my, my daughter onto it. She's actually downloaded that up too. Um, of course, you haven't got the latest phone, so you can't. You know, it says oh, you can't download yeah. skin vision because it's too old a phone. Yeah. And that's what you'll get with yeah. your iPad if you try and download some exactly. sort of new app, and it says no, nah, no, nah, the OS isn't new enough. Yeah. Yeah. The other two I want to say, mate, so I really wish you well with your um, getting out of um, S, uh, SBS and uh, getting out on your own. I reckon, I reckon it's an impressive move, a very game move. It's really, really good. Okay. Great to see people game, getting out there and having a crack. Game, bold, uh, scary, all the words above. <laughs> yeah, well, you've done well. You've done well. At least you've had the, the ghoulers to go and do it, man, which is really, really good. Mate, I really appreciate uh, that. I, and I, I wish appreciate you well. You I really wish you well. Uh, good on you, mate. I thank you very much. And uh, look, Good luck with the iPad. I'm tipping that you'll you'll still be running iOS 7 for uh, for a long time to come. Cheers, mate. Look, thanks very much for help, Trevor. Thanks, Dom. Cheers, mate. And if you've got a question, like Don, uh, get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Jump on Twitter, at Trevor Long, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Always great to be chatting with uh, people, everyday people, that have, simply have Technology questions, technology problems, technology advice for you or me. I don't mind. Let's keep going with calls. G'day, Bob. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? I was just listening to you last week and you were talking about buying a $1,500 tag watch. Oh, the new smartwatch. um, Yes. Yes. You can hear the love in your voice. (laughs) I remember, I think I mentioned it with Fennec, didn't I, that I remember at CES last year, you know, lusting over a couple of you know cheapish tags, but we're still talking a couple of grand at a at a you know outlet store. Just you know, mate, I've followed Formula One all my life. Tags are a, a brand that's always been associated. It's just like I've got to have one, don't I? <laughs> Absolutely, and I was the same many many years ago. Yeah. Um, I bought bought the original smartwatch. Right. It was an Amiga. It was an Amiga, yeah. which are similar sort of prices to tags, mm. and had hands and a it was nineteen ninety five so it had a a digital time as well on the face of the watch done beautifully in gold gold um, digits on a black background and it was absolutely wow so um, hang on copying. so gold gold digits black background uh, but a digital uh, display as well it had a digital display that you'd turn on and off underneath the hands so it was one of the very first ones that you could wind forward an hour when you went Brisbane to Sydney what Um, I mean is there what would I what would I search for I want to see it what what would be a you know um, Amiga Seamaster Titanium oh there you go you know your stuff Titanium see everyone's doing it now everyone wants to see what we're talking oh right okay so yeah very classic looking a very Amiga looking too these are you know, they, they strike me as a very Amiga look about them. But where's the digital? Um, and maybe they don't all have it. Maybe the, there's a lot coming up in the old Google nah, there's, images. there's but, two models. Yeah, um, right. Um, so, so what was it? When was it? What are we talking about? How long ago? 1995. Wow, okay. We are kicking back now, aren't we? Um, oh, found, yeah. I reckon I found it. I reckon I found it. Is it quite a... Um, um, was it quite forward-looking back then? It was a bit bit odd. Like not a not a standard looking yeah. watch. Yeah, it, that's yeah. what I loved about it. It didn't look like anything else that you could buy. Very kind of flat, it rounded. It didn't look not not a circle bevel all around the outside. It's a slightly different shape. Yeah. Yeah, and it had you know titanium with gold patterns on it, and 
So um, like little gold boxes off on, on the top, uh, on the corners. Is that the one? Because I'm yeah. looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it. And you could, mate, 1996, this thing would have been impressive. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, right. So you've got the, the digital time appears underneath the hands. Wow. And so yeah. what did that set you back way back then? Oh, it was, it was close to three grand in those days. What would it be worth today? $400. Bulls wool, really? <laughs> yep. You can go and buy them on eBay uh, somewhere, you know, between $400 and a grand. Wow. Um, and, and that's the problem with your tags. Right. So they're not, it's not but about they, an investment. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not an investment. Like the, the people who buy old watches mm. and classic watches and talk about handing them down to their grandkids and all this sort of carry on mm. are all traditional watch movements. Right. This thing's got a digital movement. It's a, you know, it's a whole little insert that drops in and out with plastic and everything. Mm. Um, and it just doesn't hold its value like a watch that's a watch. Critically, does it hold its time? Little... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was super oh. accurate. Right, oh, okay. Because it was a digital watch, so it, it works better than the, mm. works better than the manual ones. But the value in, in all these expensive watches is people collect them and they want precision machinery. They don't want digital things in nice bands. Right, okay, I see what you're saying, yes. So, and I know this is completely devaluing the conversation, but my love of the old, the, the Casio G-Shocks on a different level, not the cheap ones, the kind of, you know, metal and, and different look ones, um, I love them because I can have several of them uh, and not blow the budget. Yep. I can change watches. I can, I can enjoy a, a normal timepiece and then... Every now and then I can whack on a Samsung Gear S2 or an Apple Watch and, and enjoy the smartwatch life, but not never the twain shall meet. That's a different... And I'm the same. I've got half a dozen watches here. Um, but that's a different market to tags and Amigas. Oh, oh totally, totally, tags. absolutely. Yeah, so the, the people who buy tags and Amigas, they're, they're in the thousands of dollars and they are long-term... You get a... You know, a lifetime out of those dollars. And so do you reckon a tag buyer looking for the tag smartwatch, as theoretically you were in 1996 with the Amiga going, ah, oh, it's got digital. Do you reckon yeah, it's... Yeah, they'll sell them. They'll sell them, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like the, like the, the truth of the matter is I spent $1,000 on an Apple Watch, so 1500 on a, a tag isn't... It's true. It isn't huge dollars. Yeah, well, it's probably going to be but two, I don't two, my two Apple plus watch to here. Be around in ten years' time, or even three years' time. Really? Geez, mate, I'd be filthy if uh, if an Apple Watch didn't last several years because they're it, mate. It's a solid. Which one did you get? The the Sport or the watch? Um, no, I got a watch with yeah. a Milanese band and um, Milanese. See, I, yeah. I wouldn't, Bob. I wouldn't pick you for a Milanese man. Oh, it's the the best band I've ever had. Really? Um, it, it looks classy. Um, it, it, you don't know it's on, and you can play with the little magnet in meetings. <laughs> That's, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch, because I've had the Melanese just sitting here kind of on, you know, on, a, on a dummy watch. I'm going to put it on my Apple Watch tomorrow. Do you reckon it'll look all right on the black watch? Because I've got the black metal Apple Watch. I've also got a silver one, but I think the black's my favorite at the moment. Does the Milanese go with the black, though? I don't know. Might not go. That could be a bit oh, weird. The, the, face, the face of mine's all black, so I don't think it'll be far wrong. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it a whirl give it a just go. for the meetings. <laughs>
But you just sit there and you just unclip it and clip it and it just clicks into place. It's great. Oh, good on you, Bob. That's very interesting. Good good information from a man who knows uh, knows the long-term uh, value of a watch. Yeah, but that doesn't mean don't buy the tag. It just means buy it knowing it's not the same value as the rest of the tags. Good it's, call. It, yeah. So anyway. Good call. Thanks, Bob. Okay. See you later. Good on you, mate. And uh, if you've got a question... Like Bob, or you want to have a chat about anything in the world of tech, just get in touch, say good day, and uh, we'll have a chinwag about uh, the technology in your life here on Your Tech Life. Woo! Is it wrong that the most awesome thing about a vacuum cleaner that I reviewed was that it has headlights? <laughs> so LG sent me this vacuum called the LG Cord Zero, a uh, battery-powered vacuum. Um, you know, Uber Dustbuster, if you like, but with a full, you know, ha- um, tower-style uh, presentation. A very tall unit, but also clips apart to become just a basic Dustbuster. Battery-powered and two batteries, so you've always got battery life available. $440. It's a second vacuum, so it feels expensive, but it is, it is you know, on the, in the ballpark for most of these style powerful um, vacuums. My wife had a good, um, good go at it as well. We both did. Um, my wife's test was if we poured the sand out of our, our, our four-year-old shoes from preschool, would it vacuum it up? And I did a vine of that, and you'll find that on uh, eftm.com.au as well. Um, look, a great device, and yes, it has headlights. I just thought that was so cool. Um, and, you know, I just I, look, it's probably hard to compare something like this with the Dyson because I didn't have them side by side. But it certainly was easy to push, a great range of features, and um, and, a, and a nice little unit to have sitting in the corner, charging at all times, ready to go for a quick cleanup. Because who wants to do the whole home vacuuming every single week? That's a bit boring, or every single day certainly. So the LG Cord Zero, check that one out. It's uh, it's up on the website eftm.com.au. Your tech life with Trevor Long. So Channel 9 is uh, making available, and I've said this a couple of weeks in a row, but I get a lot of calls about it on the radio in here. So as I said, um, uh, they're, they're retuning um, to add Channel 90 as HD and also the 9 Life uh, channel. So t- tomorrow, Thursday, not tomorrow, Thursday this week, the 26th is the day that occurs. So you can't actually do anything until then other than test and check. So just a reminder, that's this week if you want the new channels from Channel 9. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. You are welcome to call anytime you like with a question about technology, a problem with technology. It doesn't matter what it is. If you have a problem or a question, I'll try and help you. Let's talk to people. G'day, Tammy. Hello. Um, I've got a Samsung Smart Television. Yes. Um, now, I did a bit of a test. And I pressed menu. Yeah. Um, why? 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 Why are we doing this? What? What are you hoping to achieve? I want to see if it works before Thursday. Oh, the retune for Channel Nine. You've seen all the ads oh, on Channel sorry. Nine. Geez, yeah. they're yeah. they're they're advertising it a lot, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Um. So I pressed menu. Yep. And it came up with six um, different things: broadcasting yep. and so on. Sure. Um, the third one, I think, is broadcasting, and it came came up on the right-hand side, tuning. That's what you want, yes. Yeah, and then further down, there was, I think, settings, but I'm not sure. Yeah. 
Um, well, well, the one, the, the first one you found is absolutely the right place to be. You want to go into, because there'll be different things like sound and network, won't there? There's broadcasting, sound, right. network, those kind of things. You definitely want yes. to go into broadcasting or, or antenna, and you want to go to auto-tune. Did you actually press the auto-tune, or are you just a bit nervous about what to press? No, I wasn't going to press it because it's not Thursday. No, but you know what you can do? You can press it to test, and, and it will just, All right. it'll, what it'll do, it'll take four or five minutes, um, and yes. it'll, it'll go through the motions, and it'll come back, and nothing will have changed, but it will have done a retune, and you'll be able to see the process. And then on, right. on Thursday morning, you know exactly what to do. You know exactly how long it'll take. And I'm told by the people at Channel 9 that it should be around 5 a.m. Um, you don't have to get up early and do it. You can do it any time during the day. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, for example, I'm going to be on mornings on Thursday. So if you want to see my ugly head in HD, then you need to do it before 10 o'clock. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's completely fine to, to test it and try it out now. Um, you're doing the right thing by, by looking for it, but there's, and there's no problem trying it out now. And then on Thursday, uh, Bob's your uncle, you're ready to go. What are you most looking oh. forward to, the high definition or the extra channel? The extra channel. Yeah, right, the lifestyle channel. Yes, are you a, um, it'll be good. Are you looking forward to the renovation shows or the Real Housewives style shows? Uh, both. Ah, both. Okay, yeah, my wife just can't wait to watch the Real Housewives of... I don't know where, somewhere. She watches them all the time on Foxtel, so we're thinking she might not need to watch Foxtel anymore. I don't have Foxtel. Well, we'll soon find out what Nine Life has to offer, Tammy, but go and give it a whirl yeah. now, and hopefully you'll be ready yeah. for Thursday. Thank you very Good much, on Trevor. You. No worries, and Thank if you've got a problem like Tammy or uh, another problem with technology in your life, just get on the phone. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, it is important to hear from you. So if you've got a question or a problem or you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, jump onto the website eftm.com.au or go on Twitter at Trevor Long. Happy to help, happy to talk, and uh, hope to help you out on the show. Uh, we'll be back again next week because what else am I going to do? I mean, this is all I've got to do next 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 year. I may be able to do a podcast every day. Um, probably wouldn't be able to make any money. Because I'd be busy doing the podcast every day. Tonight. Hey, um, if you're in corporate Australia uh, and uh, you know your business does, let's say you have a you know leadership day or you've got a team day or something, you know people like me. <clears throat> hello. Um, you know we can come along and we can do. Um, I could do a, a presentation on the future of technology, the future of cars, the future of virtual reality, three D printing. There's a whole range of things that I could do. That's the kind of thing I'll be available for in 2016. So. If you do run um, run a, run a business, a large business, or you work in a large business, hey, suggest it. Put my put my name in front of people. That's what I'll be. Uh, that's what I'll be doing next year. So lots of cool stuff to talk about in 2016. But until then, thank you for downloading. We'll be back again next week with your tef- tech life. Oh, maybe I should rename it. No, your tech life episode 308. <laughs>